And welcome to the Smoke Break. We are here on Shady Pines Radio, 9 to 10 a.m., as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio, as well as Spotify. So check us out on all that cool stuff. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Hey there. Malik Rayshawn. Yo. And uh, Reese Hendrick. Oh, hey there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Reese actually runs a uh, pretty sweet podcast on Shady Pines Radio called uh, Science Factual, which I will be doing soon. You should listen to the other episodes besides me. I'm just kind of self-absorbed. Um, <laughs> but uh, super, super grateful to have you on here and uh, really looking forward to talking to you. But uh, if you know anything about the show, you know that I start the same way. And that is asking the, uh, the so such an important question. And that is, what are you excited for? Amanda, go ahead and talk to me. I'm excited that we can all coordinate this via cell phone. So Zane is driving. <laughs> Malika and Reese are living their life. I'm at home with my fucking dog. Um, so it, for listeners, excuse if the quality is a little different than usual. Uh, I fucking love doing this show. Honestly, I am very excited to be part of Smoke Break. That's yeah. real shit. I fucking love Zane Thomas. He's one of my favorite people. I love Malik instantly. One of my favorite people. Oh. And Reese. Also, like seriously, meeting him at mics and stuff, because I host a bunch of a, a ridiculous amount of open mics and I kind of hate it, but I love <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. Uh, Reese has always been a sweetheart, a funny, kind, genuine person. I'm very glad to have him on the podcast. Uh, and I know that he also does stuff on Shitty Pines Radio as well. It's the Science Factual. Is that correct, Reese? Yeah, that's what. Yep, that's what it oh, is. Yeah. And thank and, you for those kind yeah. words. I appreciate that. No, seriously. So I'm I'm just excited to be uh, separately and individually in a weird group with some of my favorite people. So that's what I'm fucking excited for. How about y'all? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Malik, go ahead and tell us. Tell us what are you excited for? I am. Well, I definitely have to sort of echo. Amanda's excitement about being a part of the show. I've never been on a podcast before. Uh, I made my appearance uh, last, last week. week. Last <laughs> week. Go watch that episode. Go listen to that episode. Um, so I'm really excited to be co-hosting the show with you guys. I'm really grateful. Um, but because Amanda already said that, I'm going to say something else. Okay. I am excited to go and help my good friend Jack celebrate his 31st birthday. Um, we're going to go eat food and probably ingest things that aren't that healthy for us to be ingesting. And it's going to be awesome. It's, it's like a work fam outing. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Now, that sounds uh, this is a, a friend of yours. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a buddy that I met uh, working as a step up advocate. And uh, we uh, we get together and we do music stuff together. So. Okay, and the step up advocate, that's uh, you like teach kids to dance, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I teach them how to break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is that what the kids call it now? Okay, so breaking, uh, and, and that's been rapping as well. I used to be crumping, <laughs> I teach them how to do the two step. There you go, excellent, excellent. Well, yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm uh, I'm excited for you, uh, and thank you for doing the work that you do in the community. Hell yeah. I guess. Dude, yeah, you're doing it. Absolutely. And uh, Reese, go ahead. Tell us what you are excited for, my friends. Well, I, I'm excited. Uh, my wife and I are, are watching The Batman tonight for the first time. Ooh. So we're, we're doing it movie theater style. We're getting some popcorn. We're getting vodka and slushies. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. I'm, I feel terrible because my immediate thought was like, you're shooting up the place. Uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm no, so that's, sorry. that's after the movie. That's what I mean. Um, you know, old white guys, Reese, are you a longtime Batmaner? Um, yeah, I, I fuck with Batman pretty heavy. Um, I, I'm. I have watched everything from the Adam West stuff to you know the movies that we all grew up with in the '90s to. Yeah, the the Christian Bale stuff. So I'm I'm just, I, have, I haven't seen Ben Affleck do it. Um, oh, but you got Robert Pattinson doing that shit. I, I I mean I like Robert Pattinson. I was Team Edward. Uh, nice. So oh. you know, all my toy hearts out there. <laughs> 
I'm always interested to hear like the abbreviations that people give things and other people. Like I heard John Tra the other day for John Travolta. <laughs> wow. I'm kind of here for it. I'm kind of here. I, like, I hope that John Tra like leads a pride parade to just like fully accept who he is. <laughs> in full, in full hairspray regalia. Like he just like, cause you know, he has the costume and wig at home still. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If you could, if you could, you know, like Ryan Reynolds took home the Deadpool costume, he took mm. home <laughs> the wig and suit. Honey horse costume, because he be trotting. <laughs> he be trotting. Uh, so I'm, so I'm, I'm excited to watch Batman. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, and I'm excited, Zane, to, to talk uh, Star Wars episodes 7, 8, and 9 tomorrow, because then I can finally offload all of this useless Star Wars information oh. that I have living rent-free in my head. There's over no. 24 hours of Star Wars that I've had to watch just for the base information, let alone all of like the let the Reddit strains and like other nerd reaches of the internet that I've had to, to search explore. for all that. I love that you said like the old Adam West Batman because I grew up very weird and religious and sheltered. So those like old school like superhero shit is like what I grew up with. So like Adam West Hella wholesome. was my yes. Wholesome <laughs> with like the bow, ping. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just so cheesy, but it's so I don't know, it just like hits a, a thing that's just like awful but delightful and wonderful. So yeah, Batman's come a long way. I'm stoked you're I, I forget where it was. I wanna say it was like down in the baggage claim at Portland International, but they had like the old Batmobile, the Adam West one, nice. like cut in half. What? For whatever reason. Section <laughs> uh, <laughs> legal? Like long ways or like? Yeah, long like, ways. Yeah. Hot dog style or hamburger style? <laughs> hot dog style. They, yeah, they, <laughs> it was so not kosher. I got. I got to ask you, what's up yeah. with the whole Batman Batgirl thing? You know what I'm talking about? What's up with it? I don't even know what you're talking. Okay, so like, <laughs> is, there, is there spoilers? I didn't warn anybody about spoilers. There's trigger warnings, but there's never spoiler alerts. Well, this is like some old shit that just has never been able to die. So it's not necessarily a spoiler, but there, I assume there are people that didn't know. Um, can I get into it? Should I not? Do it. Well, maybe, yeah, well, well. yeah, maybe. Okay, we're okay. here. So I mean, I'm here for it. So in the original Batman cartoon, he meets Jim Gordon's daughter and she's very much a child. Um, and then a few years later, they hook up Ooh. and then he gets her pregnant. Whoa. And it's it's hella canon. <laughs> yeah, I mean somebody somebody was a kid at some point. I don't know. Like it's not like he was it's not like he, he okay. Are you defending this behavior? <laughs> no, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying historically. Like, I'm just saying I, canonically. I was I was a baby at some point and somebody fucked me. I don't know. Oh my god, please. <laughs> Who's out here fucking babies? Jesus Christ. This is not where oh I thought God. this conversation was going to go. So what I'm excited for is the end of this. <laughs> to not talk about this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, what am I excited for? Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I have a show tonight. I actually had a show just a little bit ago. I did a music show, so that was uh, really fulfilling. Nice. It was uh, it was at the YMCA, so uh, helping the youths, teaching them. Uh, how to yeah. rap and stuff so that was pretty sweet each one um, each one reach one to each one absolutely and then after that it's uh yeah right now i'm headed to medford which is the only reason we didn't get together to record this episode um so yeah i'm going to, to medford right now i'm going to do a little bit of a combination music comedy set and uh which is kind of the thing i'm going for okay. so yeah yeah it's uh definitely a cool opportunity well you're nailing it dude yeah medford's red yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I don't usually get it, get out of town a whole hell of a lot. So you know, it travels, travels. One of those things that's it's really nice to kind of just sit and reflect and be like, where have I been? Uh, where am I going? You know, uh, you know, where the fuck am I? Um, where did I park my car? Someone help. To Medford. <laughs> Zane, when you're driving to do a set, do you like 
obsess and, and fucking doubt yeah. myself. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I do that when I'm not driving for a second. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this episode. Um, you know, I'm looking, and I'm also looking forward to, uh, doing the, the star Wars thing. Cause I fucking haven't watched, I never watched episode nine. I realize I've watched episode seven and eight, but I've never watched nine. So I'm just kind of powering through going and watching them. And now I get to watch the one that I haven't watched and be like, why does everyone hate this? And be like, Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they just, as a quick aside, like they've, followed the formula of four five and six where like mm-hmm. four was good five was best six did not necessarily need to be made yeah uh, we need I, I feel the same way about seven eight and nine but we'll we'll get more into that we'll sure. get more, more into yeah. that absolutely. absolutely justice for finn the forgotten protagonist listen yeah. we got a black person <laughs> as a lead Be happy okay anyways <laughs> anyways white woman oops (laughs) yeah well that's that's what i was like i was seriously thinking that because it was like everyone's like i fucking hate this one and i'm like is it because there's blacks and women is that why (laughs) there was a black woman everyone fucking lose their mind (laughs) they can be both uh so anyways Welcome to the smoke break. Um, we we talk about mental health. We talk about uh, apparently movies now. Uh, apparently fucking weird canon. But most importantly, we talk about mental health. And uh, this week we have uh, Malik and Reese bringing the hot topics. Nice. Um, don't worry, there will not be uh, lip piercings or really bad music or oh, really dude, corny gonna, t-shirts. Yeah, I brought my headbanger beads. I have. I have a pair for each of you, as well as lifted shoes with buckles on them. For hey, let's go. You can give them to me tomorrow, and then I'll give them to everybody. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Distribute it out. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Um. So let's uh let's start off with uh, Malik's topic and uh, just go ahead and and figure out where we're gonna go from there. So Malik, tell me what's on your mind. Yeah, yeah. So this is something I think about a lot, and I'm curious to hear uh, where you all align with this. So being someone who works with kids and have with several years now, I think a lot about being a role model. I think a lot about um, who who were my role models growing up, who are, who are my role models now. Shout out Kendrick Lamar. Um, <laughs> what what roles do they model in, in return? What role do I try to model in my day to day? So I'm curious to hear from you all uh, who were slash are your role models um, and what roles do you model and fucking why? Okay. Okay. Awesome. Good question. Yeah. Uh, I'll just, I'll just start cause I had a, I had a thought here. Um, so <laughs> it might seem very on the nose, but I also work with kids and love children. I'll never have them. Copycat. So, uh, yes. <laughs> you guys are both <laughs> children. Um, my aunt, Martha, was always the funniest. We're losing you, Amanda. Uh, not again. Did we lose her? Oh, no. Oh, well, my I guess she does it. My issues. role model is a good Wi-Fi connection. Am I here? <laughs> there we go. Hey. Oh, I'm real. Do I? Am go ahead. I, okay, beautiful. Um, so my Aunt Martha was always just like kind of the silliest person on my dad's side of the family. So I, I really looked up to her. And one of my favorite fucking things she ever said to me, because uh, she was married, got divorced, had two sons before that. And that was, you know, not looked <laughs> looked well upon in my religious uh, sheltered family but what she told me was that her ex-husband was someone that she really loved but struggled with depression and mental illness and she always supported him and she said depression is real it's a thing we all struggle with it and she goes for me depression is a place I can visit but I can't live there and I think about that all the fucking time so it's something that when you're in those states of really dark, deep depression, or even like suicidal thoughts, you can visit that. You can you can you can reach into the dark depths of your sadness, but you can't live there. And unfortunately, some people have a hard time getting out of that. But I think it's like a good thing to like give your. I have a summer home. 
actually. Yeah, but it, but it, but honestly, it's called seasonal depression. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> I got a timeshare. I pay way too much for it. I can only visit it like seven weeks out of the year. I just couch surf. <laughs> couch surf depression. You're like, you gotta go. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's important to remind yourself that if you're in those places, don't feel bad. You can visit, you can really dive in there. You can be part of that. It can be your whole being. You can be consumed by it. I am sad, man. But you can't live there. You have to, you have yeah. to find a way to get yourself out of that. But when Depre- you're- Depression's like Florida. <laughs> don't feel bad. Great to visit, don't ever live there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in depression, allow yourself to be there. Allow yourself to visit. Allow yourself to be a, a someone who is part of so so amanda what is um what does a healthy stay in depression land look like for you that's hard because i don't think there's like a a specific answer for that i guess for me is um what she said basically allowed me to allow myself to be really fucking sad Hmm. because i was never allowed that because mental illness was not okay because of religion and all this bullshit um like you know jesus and blah 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 and prayer and whatever the fuck church but to allow yourself to go i'm really fucking sad i don't know how i'm gonna get out of here but this is a weird sad vacation into the depths of my sadness and i will get out of here and i think that's that that to me and i for a really good role model for you well yes because she is very lighthearted and funny and so she was kind of the cool goofy aunt but just like that was the most profound thing that anyone on my dad's side of the family had ever said because it was all a lot of shame and religion so just have someone say like depression's real you can go there you can visit you can stay there for a long time but like please don't live there because if you live there it will it, it like you have to find ways to get yourself out which is community and it's great that you learn that too. And I, I think when people are on stage performing, especially comedy, you really do get to model like, hey, I'm actually like really fucking sad and I have things to say about it. Um, and it's not like you're necessarily happy saying a lot of the things that you'll end up saying in a set, but it's like you're you're visiting that space of however you feel and even making it entertaining and people are connecting with it and can you know see themselves in that like healthy visitation of their depression you're allowed to be there you're allowed to visit you're allowed you're allowed to look at your really gross dark parts of yourself and your trauma and that's fucking okay just like Please, to all my people listening, to all my friends right now, y'all on this actual podcast, like, please don't, please don't fucking set up a, a retirement home there. <laughs> don't get a timeshare. Yeah, I already, I already put a bunch of money into it's rebuilding. Not worth it. Into a lifetime of depression. But, and, and, but also allow yourself to be fucking sad. I think that's such like a really simple, beautiful thing is allow yourself to be fucking sad. If yeah. you're going to set up, sh- bring something out of it, like uh, Bo Burnham's Inside is a great example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was a great special. I love yeah. that example. Go ahead, Reese. Oh, no, I'm just laughing. Oh, okay. Well, laugh harder. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> So uh, you were saying that uh, the Malik, the, you had you had two questions. One of them it was who did you uh, uh, who was your role model, and then who do you what model do you role? I, I might be I might be just fucking throwing <laughs> words into a sentence. I don't know what model y'all rolling on. Yeah, yeah. What um, model y'all rolling? On? What what is it's what a is Subaru Crosstrek? <laughs> I'd be rolling on that uh, Bob Marley longboard, but um, what what is it, I guess, like for people who know you, for younger people who might look up to you or older people who might also look up to you, like, what is it that you want to sort of give to them? Like what what uh, what model? No, sorry, you got me fucked up now. What role are you modeling for the people who look up to you? Oh, mm. uh, Mm. For what kind of model I'm trying to roll or roll I'm trying to model? Uh, <laughs> are you a flip flop model or are you a tube top model? I just <laughs> want people to not feel as alone and secluded and isolated as I did, and that's where you get the. 
Is she driving through a tunnel? She sounds alone in a high tunnel school. of depression. Alone in a tunnel. I'm in a glass emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess all I'm ever trying to do is to make sure that nobody feels alone because that's the saddest fucking thing in the world. So even my aunt saying that is like, you can visit depression. You can feel sad. You can have dark feelings, but please don't stay there. People love you and just know that you have a community. So all I've ever tried to do is to let people know they're loved and accepted. And unless they're a giant toxic piece of shit, I will welcome everyone with the fucking hug. I just want people to feel loved. That's it. Absolutely, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. Reese, what about you, player? Uh, who is your role model, and why was it Batman? <laughs> yeah, um, well, much much like Batman, I lost my parents early, too. Um, no, that's, that, <laughs> that is true. No, I, uh... you're <laughs> joking. I don't know, I don't know I enough about to you to laugh right that. now. No, yeah, it's yeah. uh well just just the one half. My uh my mom when I was thirteen and then my, my dad, you know, he just kinda uh we we just parted ways. He lives in Spain now. Hmm. Um anyway. But, but yeah, no, so who's my role model? Um yeah, I, I think it's more of a concept than an individual. Um yeah, I, I think it's it's what I would consider um, oh, am, I, am I breaking up? No, you're good. I can hear no, you. No, you're fine. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's just basically somebody who I, you know, not the propagandized version of like a good Samaritan or citizen, um, you know, but somebody who has their affairs in order. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, whether it be uh, financially, although I, you know, it's hard for me to like consider a role model who is, who chases after money, uh, because I have a weird relationship with the concept of money. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. It, it's necessary for us to barter, but the way that it exploits the individual right. and then the community at large. So basically somebody who, you know, is able to be self-sustaining, in order to help their community at large and not exploit them, yes, uh, would would be would be someone who I would consider a role model. So I don't, yeah. you know, I, there's not one particular individual. It's you, unfortunately. It's you, no, well, so and, and that's the other side of the coin is that I I try I strive to be that person, although I don't always take the actions necessary. That's when I take trips into into Depressionville, oh, where yeah. I'm like. Oh, like you, like you know, considering is the self-deprecating uh, train. When you, you feel like you're not reaching your potential, we're all our worst critics. So I get that, but you have <laughs> yeah, for sure. Who you think? Who you think is the like someone who is a good person? And you don't really yeah. have a name for it because we're all flawed humans. But I think like just that idea sure. and like. You know, somebody who does uh, uh, come to mind would be my stepmother, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, not you, Amanda. I have a new stepmother. Now. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I just wanted to clarify that. Stepmother. No, I, uh, I was wondering what Amanda um, was doing over in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, my dad's a looker. Um, uh, Eddie's got that dad penis. Not that that matters, but I. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, That's exactly what I wanted to know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. I don't know if he's. My dad's. You know what? My dad's dick is my role model. I strive. Jesus. <laughs> I want to be up. No, uh, so my stepmom, Amanda, she uh, similarly sat me down and like said something that was profound to me. And so far as I like every goal that I've ever attained, I've sat down and I've thought I've, I've meditated on it. I've sat down, I've visualized in my mind's eye. What is my life like once I've attained that goal? Hmm. What are the components that are missing from my current life that are required like to make that reality come to fruition and then she works backwards down the from where she wants to be to where she is and then identifies major steps and then takes action toward those steps in a consistent and meaningful manner that's beautiful yeah so that's that's how i try to and, and to approach things you know less with emotion and more with uh logic and and foresight Mm -hmm. 
uh, which is not always easy in the moment. No, for sure. it is not. I love that, Reese, because yeah, I, yes. I, I feel like a really lot cool. of people have really big dreams, well, just, and we get so caught up in how to get there that we're like, sure. oh, this is just like too much. Like, I'll just yeah, so be a normal person, but. <laughs> No. Like, no, plan it out. Like, what do you need that you don't have to get into that place yeah. that you really well, desire to be in? Yeah. We were talking about patience earlier, too. That's a key component to it. You know, like you can you can have the game plan all day and night, you know, mm -hmm. laid out, right? Like best laid plans of mice and people, if we're doing the 2022 <laughs> version. Uh, <laughs> mice and individuals. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, yeah, so, yeah, it, I think that it becomes daunting when you realize, A, how large it is, even after, after B, you know, like, decompartmentalizing it and saying, like, all right, well, here are the necessary steps. Like, the length of time that it takes to attain goals is so long. And without a game plan, I see a lot of people spin their wheels. Uh, you know, sometimes I, yeah, just the length of time that somebody's been doing something, you know, they say it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at something. Well, I mean, if somebody's been doing, you know, carpentry wrong for 10,000 hours, you're not a master, you're just an idiot. You're you know? yeah. Yes. <laughs> You've mastered sucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mastered crooked, rickety tables that all been to. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus is like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll become a savior. How about that? I can't. Yeah. That <laughs> Cut Listen. to he's on the cross. He's like, this is pretty good craftsmanship. Yeah. <laughs> you can set a coffee cup on this. This is no. really nice. Uh, level. So level. <laughs> so level. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, so I guess I'll go next. Unless there's anything you wanted to tag onto that. No, no, that, that about wraps her up. Cool, cool. Um, so, Zanathan, um, let's see. <laughs> who are my role models and uh, uh, what role do I try to model? No, wait, yeah, I did that right. <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, I don't know. I guess, like, as far as, like, role models, I guess in general, I, I always kind of end up leaning towards, uh, like, superheroes just because I, I like the idea of, like, uh, a an individual who's trying to do good, but is a, still a flawed individual. Mm -hmm. um, I, that, that's always something that like, I've been able to, you know, it's, it's given me, I guess, like perspective and hope just kind of in the case of like, you know, there's, there's a lot of like role models that end up being like, you know, fucking, well, you can be like this fucking guy and he was perfect the entire time. And it was, he just had a thing and he thought it and then it was fucking done and everything was perfect and it was great. Mm. And you know, it's a, that's, that's a good idea, but like realistically, that's not how things happen. So I've always, I guess my role models have been people who've made mistakes, but you know, through, uh, you know, through reconciliation and, you know, persistence have, you know, been able to grow past, you know, their, uh, their, their bigger mistakes. And I think it's fair to say that everyone here is kind of in some way, uh, a comic nerd. I got that from the, yeah. maybe I'm we are comics and nerds. That is a different <laughs> thing. Yes. But I, I think there is something beautiful there because it's like even the anti-hero trope, which has been more popular is like, there's people who are doing the best good they can do, and they might not be the superhero that people like the pure, like Captain America type nerd alert, but like there's mm -hmm. people who still have pain and trauma, and they're doing the best for what they can do. And I think there's something really like human about that, that they're even, even heroes are not infallible. Well, yeah, it's, it's more relatable. That's why I hate Superman. I mean, Superman's Superman's just like, oh, he's got a, he's got a power for everything. Like, <laughs> how about you powerfully fuck off? I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I it's not is, relatable. I, yeah. I don't like, like that's why Deadpool is a funnier, more relatable character okay. because he is like emotionally flawed and makes snap decisions and things like that you know like yeah well i just i've always been more in, interested in like not so much a character's powers but their weaknesses yeah you know sure. like that's oh, yeah. that's the thing that like helps me connect you know like i always thought it was interesting that like you know the flash had super speed but like would still show up late to shit you know it's like that's <laughs> that, that's <laughs> 
it's so good, you know, because it's just like, man, the fucking, you know, or like Peter Parker, where he's just like fucking trying to do everything all at once and fucking he's always letting somebody down. It's like that's yeah. that's the shit that I fucking relate with, you know, and it's like True. you you always think you look at him and you're like, oh, man, he has super fucking this, super this. He can fucking do everything. And it's just like, nah, man, that's it just makes it that much more frustrating when he falls short. Mm. Yeah. Well, and the diversity of superheroes too, to speak to that is is that insofar as like one scenario in my life i both of the descriptions of uh, spider-man the flash you just gave of their flaws are perfectly ascribed to like i managed a dispensary down the street from my house and i would be late every day <laughs> and would invariably fuck something up that would like cost the business money whether in operations <laughs> or like you know like whatever and it's i, I mean <clears throat> yeah I, it, the list could go on of other day-to-day flaws that each of us uh you know uh, yeah. i mean like we just live in it <laughs> one more time reese hendrick is also a superhero name i could see that oh yeah, yeah for sure it yeah. sounds very super it's the bruce banner um and then i guess uh the role that i try and model is i guess the same role that like i've always looked for is just the the flawed individual who who's still trying you know that's yeah. To just be that person that you're like, man, that guy didn't give up. Like, I want to give up, but that guy didn't fucking give up. And that guy had every fucking reason to give up. Yeah. Well, you, you know? definitely person, exemplify that for sure. The person who recognizes that. the imperfections and decides to still improve and do the things that are important to them. Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Malik. It's you, um, I don't have a role model. I'm perfect. Just say no, Zane. Uh, <laughs> um, so my my role models have always been um, the people who I see on TV, the people who I hear on the radio, because I've always, from a very, very young age, it's just natural for me to entertain and express. That's just the thing that I've always been the most comfortable with. And uh, so on a very surface level, you know, that's kind of where it started. And then... Um, as I started like going to school and stuff, I remember I told one of my teachers that, uh, oh, I really want to be on TV and on the radio and this and that. And what was said to me really like fucked up my worldview for uh, several years, damn near a decade probably. And she said, no, 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 no. How are you gonna pay rent? Like that's not realistic. And it was like, well, fuck, I was pretty certain that that's my thing, but now I guess not. Um, So uh, over the years, I was, this is a whole different story I won't get into, but I was able to reconnect with my desire, my passion for the things that I want to and am doing. And I, I recognize that like so many kids, teens, adults, elders, they do not think that their passions and their like truest goals are realistic or attainable so they don't do it so so the the role that i really tried to model for anyone who looks up to me is like don't ever allow yourself to fall short of your dream because you don't think it's realistic like figure out how to make it realistic and if you need to like change certain things and move certain parts of it like do that but don't ever give up on your fucking dreams i know that's super cliche but that's 100 percent you know what i live by it's funny that you say that it's super cliche but like people are constantly giving up on their dreams like you know what i mean it's like i feel like i shouldn't have to say it but like i kind of have to say it right or self-sabotaging yeah Mm. oh that's a better one honestly that's i feel like that Mm. is giving up on your dreams is like just kind of fucking finding a way to be like no let's let's find a way that this doesn't work yeah. yeah, one thing I hear a lot of, like, uh, if we look at musicians, for an example, like, someone loves writing raps and they freestyle with their friends, and I'm like, oh, like, let's make a song, let's put out music, and it's like, oh, well, the market's oversaturated, but there's no you. Yeah. Yes, the market's, it's, 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 there's not a competition, it's a community, and I hate that people think it's a competition, it's very fucking toxic, none of us are competing, if I don't get a show, and one of y'all do, I'm fucking happy for you. It's not a competition. Do not think that because someone is successful, it means you're not successful. 
I'm gonna yeah. be in the audience throwing tomatoes if you book my show that I couldn't book. <laughs> we should be, we should love each other and support each other. And like that idea of giving up on your dreams because you're not successful. Well, success is different to everyone. What if you have a great job that pays you and you have a family, but you still get to follow your dreams and have fun? Great. Yeah. What if you don't have a family or kids and this is all you fucking have? Also, be careful. Don't put everything into one basket. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be successful in like the, the millionaire sense successful. You still did more than maybe your parents did. Maybe they had the same dream as you and they didn't even fucking try. So yeah. It just and makes you happy. Do it, please. We're all going to And, and it, can take, it can take time. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't happen overnight for sure. Like, and, you know, the only person who's going to do it for you is you. You know, like, I, ha I have this, like, top 10, uh, you know, pieces of advice toward people who are trying to start a business that my grandmother, like, clipped out of a newspaper article when I was a kid and had, like, an idea for like a like selling tennis balls that I would collect back to people at the tennis court, like the public tennis court. And she, the, the number three thing that was highlighted is take action. You know, yeah. Like it, it literally doesn't happen unless you do it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, that's uh, that's. I, I have a homie that's just like I really want to do stand up, and I'm like, oh, cool. You realize you you're the should. only one stopping you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Open mics. Trust me. I wish I could yeah. stop a lot of. <laughs> But uh, moving right along, though, uh, I did want to hit uh, Reese's topic and uh, talk a little bit about that. So why don't you go ahead and introduce your topic? Yeah, so I, I've been thinking a lot recently about our collective consciousness or collective perception of reality that, you know, we're all living in this agreed upon, I dare say, simulation, which I'll get a little bit further into that concept in a bit. But, yeah, I, I just have always found it fascinating that we very fundamental things you know even more complex things like higher mathematics and sciences and like the i do not agree with any of that mm -hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> i hate math go ahead I'm... tell me that <laughs> well but but the fact that we have mathematic laws and like you know constants yeah. and things like that that we sure. can agree upon and like you know we all say that a 90 degree angle is a 90 degree angle and something is straight and like the tower of pisa is leaning in comparison you know like all the all these the yeah. sky is blue. I don't know. A lot of people don't believe me when I tell them I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about facts. I'm talking about like actual like, tangible facts. <laughs> like, like fractals, things that are repeated past. Right, right. So basically, I, I, like, I, was, I had taken some acid in Miami International Airport. And Jeez. I highly recommend taking hallucinogenics in public places. Um, An airport specifically? It was fantastic. I was having a great time. I had my earbuds in. Um, <laughs> I was listening to Bonnie Raitt. It was fantastic. Um, but like the lights and the people, you know, just basically, because I've always thought of hallucinogens as... Uh, ways to fuck with the frequency because we don't know where our consciousness truly emanates from yet insofar as yeah. there's not like a, a part of the brain that where a signal is like all right this is where our consciousness is from so yeah. we may very well be receiving said consciousness Ooh, okay. so hmm. you know whenever you take you know or imbibe different things or fuck with your you know physical chemistry in any way, whether it be your your biochemistry or your brain chemistry, in you know, in particular, um, you know, like what does that mean for the nature of our collective reality, and what is said reality? Ooh. Is it you know, like what are we what are we tapped into? Because yeah. we have all of these sensory inputs, whether they're textile, you know, olfactory, with smell, with sight. Uh, you know, but but like we live in our, 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 everything's in the brain. It's in this dark cavern in the top of our head mm -hmm. that is sending out you know autonomic uh, functions like breathing and and other electrical impulses that monitor or regulate our body functions. But then we have this higher consciousness that we have an individual perception of things, but also we're tapped into this thing that we all agree upon these different things like the color green, mm -hmm. unless you're colorblind or what have you, but, or it, I, don't, I, it, I don't know. I, 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 was, I was, 
you know, like I was people watching and I was just like, damn, we're all in agreement of this whole crazy coexistence. And it's fucked. <laughs> and it's, fu oh yeah. Well, that too, <laughs> like, you know, I was also thinking about there's 20,000 parts to an airplane and I'm just supposed to sit in this thing like everything's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if yeah, a like single double, part you know, doesn't do its job, we're all going down. This guy who's like on his third flight of the day. <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, and I know that planes are designed to withhold, withstand all sorts of stress and this, that, and the third, and like the pilot ultimately doesn't truly have a death wish. Unless as long been... as it's not the guy who makes the, the ice cream machines at McDonald's, you should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy, I would not. It, well, I mean, much like me, I'm sure his extensive knowing how to fly an airplane comes from GTA, so we just be doing Hey, that training was extensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, no, no. I definitely think that that's a, uh, a really cool concept. Just, you know, like we're on the smoke break, we always talk about, you know, mental health, but it's just like, you know, what what is the mental? You know, like what's where where do our thoughts, you know, we, we we know that they're in our brain, but like we couldn't even specify like where exactly, you know, so it's as like it's, you have a thought in particular and you feel like a certain part of your brain or like, you know, it, 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 every reaction has to do with like your hypothalamus releasing certain RNA strands that then have coding to do other physical reactions, like when your heart starts beating, when you're scared or. Mm -hmm. your pupils dilated you know like right. you don't you don't feel all of that going on in the brain you just are receiving the the coded messages for your body to per, to perform certain actions so like yeah. it's it, the whole bio bodysuit concept of like you know this is just this bipedal corporeal you, you know choose. like <laughs> <laughs> i'm jerking out shit this is Sorry. This this is some these, these are things that i feel very deeply in my being so i appreciate you saying this reese um i think that everything is in a flow and we can choose to be in it or we can choose to go against it and nothing is really a right or wrong choice we just mm -hmm. our choice so sometimes you really want things to go a certain way so you go against the grain and you fight really hard and if it works great if it doesn't fuck there's time. Well, there, there's also there's also manifesting like kind of yeah. tying it back to what I was talking about earlier. Like, how do you manifest your own reality? Like, for instance, there are little synchronicities. I'm sitting in a yeah. car in a in a random neighborhood that I pulled over, and the guy who's walking behind my car, looking at me intently, like, why has this guy been sat here for the last forty minutes? Was the dude who was the checkout uh, clerk at the counter of the place I was working at earlier? Oh, that's wow. a trip. <laughs> so just like like little six degrees of separation toward Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's... Bacon. <laughs> no, I know. There's, a, there's an old, set, old meme that says everything leads yeah. back to that fuck yeah. out. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean... But the more you're aware of this stuff, the more you see connections. Because I would have yeah. never done stand-up comedy. I would have never moved to Chicago. I would have never been who I am right now on the smoke break with you three had I not followed the signs at the universe that like very clearly guided me to where I'm at right now. Yeah. I love going with the flow. I'm not a fucking planner. Zane can attest to this. Oh my God. <laughs> Brady can attest. All my exes can attest to this. <laughs> the I, interesting never... thing with making plans is it, it almost feels like to an extent you're trying to manipulate reality to give you a certain outcome. Thank you, Malik, because if you have a certain thing in mind and it doesn't go the way you want, the guilt and shame from that is so fucking detrimental. So to to go, I want to do this. How I get there, I don't fucking know. I'm just going to do it and have fun and then I'll get there. That is life. But it well, it sucks when like when societal odds are stacked against you at every turn. Like yeah. Where, where the, the system that we were thrust upon or thrust into is like, let's say, because no one knows what happens when you die. Like people have had your death experiences or what have you. So like when you do finally check out, do you like boot out of a, this simulation into like an arcade in the year 3000? Like what is our base reality? I don't no, know. If I've been playing a game this entire time, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. But that's- like, I don't know, dude, it's been a hell of a game so far. <laughs> that's true. 
one thing that's sucks. one thing that's interesting too just like with the um societal odds those are also all odds that we sort of agree to in one way or another like we agree oh, sure. that there's people at the top and we agree that there's people at the bottom but if nah. everyone at the same day just decided that like yeah. we're just all going to be in this simulation together yeah. i don't uh, feel like there would be a lot of those same um hurdles that we all have to face what do you just like going with the flow is the best way to live life because every time i've tried to control things it doesn't go how i want and then i'm just compelled with guilt and shame it well you feel you feel more powerless you feel more powerless because, because you tried to control it and you control. i don't have a handle sure. on it. i don't have my shit together but if i just go life tells me what to do and mm -hmm. a lot of people do not like when people say that what I, if surrendering power is the power no Boom. I mean, that's that's that's, that's how you become one with the force. But yes. that's. <laughs> but now yeah, so Star Wars. Star Master yeah. Malik in this bitch. Let's go. <laughs> no, but for real, just just enjoy life. So Zane and I have like a little inside thing. So with the Portland's funniest person competition, it is very high stress. People are trying to be their best, their funniest. They're trying to win. It brings out the best and worst of everybody. And one thing that we came to terms with is just have fun. Yes. No matter what you're doing, if you're having fun, Probably do please better. stop it. Please stop it. If you're miserable and you're a musician, comedian, actor, I don't give a fuck, whatever you are, if you're not having fun, please take a break. But just have fun because then the, the outcome doesn't fucking matter. You can mm -hmm. last and you don't have to win shit. But you had fun, and that yeah. translates. Because I have people I've met randomly, and they're like, I saw you do comedy here. And I was like, that wasn't even a good set. And they're like, no, you said this. Mm -hmm. And oh, my God, you're my best friend. I'm like, I don't even fucking know you. <laughs> <laughs> fun on stage, and you felt that, and now we're friends. That's yeah. all that fucking matters, dude. We're all going to goddamn die or be forced to have babies have fucking fun please 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 bob ross said it great he said like if you're if you're painting or we could say if you're doing comedy if you're making a song whatever if you aren't like in a joyous state when you're doing it you're not doing it right and that's not to say that you're just so proud of what you're doing that it brings you joy just the fact that you are doing it should bring you joy yeah yeah absolutely absolutely no and that's that's something that like i i, I really appreciate us just kind of having brought up just because it's mm -hmm. like you know because i'm driving to this show and amanda's driven with me to a million fucking shows and mm -hmm. fucking most of the time i'm like miserable yeah. doing the thing that i spent all the time getting excited to do yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's you know but that's you know i i need to remember like hey like whether or not i fucking do great or i get booked for another show like if i drive four hours and i don't have fun then it's a waste yeah what the fuck but if you drive four hours and you have fun at least one person will love you for it yeah, yeah. Even if it's just me. Even if it's just you, yeah. Because a lot of people aren't gonna. A lot of people aren't gonna have the opportunity to like have to to be in that space and to just be free enough to have that fun. So they see it and they're like living through you vicariously. Yes, I have or even just the ability to come up with material and go on stage in general. I can't tell you how many times people are like, "What do you do?" I'd be like, "Oh, I do stand up." They're like. Oh wow! I could never, you know, like, or this and the third, and just like the capacity to do it is is you know big to people. I, I want to speak to 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 what you said right there because I've heard this a lot too. Like, oh, I can't do that. No, 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 no. You just don't. Yeah. Right. Oh, anyone can do anything too. that anyone else has done. You just yep. don't or haven't. Dude, I have a friend who runs material by me, but will never go up. And I'm like, dude, you need to go. Up. Like, I'm, I'm about to like force him on stage next time we we go out. Tell, no, you like, have to yeah, go we're going to go to this bar <laughs> and then we're just going to have drinks. It's going to be super chill. And they're like, okay, and next on the stage, this fucking guy that doesn't want to do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you should write that as his name on the sign-up list. <laughs> <laughs> He'll know who you're talking about. <laughs> nice. I have bombed on the road in front of people who do not fucking like me. Jokes that kill everywhere else. And in those rooms where I bomb and nobody likes me, there's it. Oh, we'll never know. 
<laughs> there is at least. That's there true. There is yeah, at least. True. And they died. Well, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's at least. Okay, so every time I bomb on the road, I'm not going to say it's a lot. Okay, I'll be professional. No. <laughs> but even when I'm doing jokes that kill anywhere else, if I'm on the road and people don't want to hear this shit and it doesn't go over well, there's at least a handful of people who say, thank you for fucking saying that. And if I have fun doing it, I'm reaching out to people who don't have a voice to talk about shit. So I think it's important no matter what, don't don't change who you are. Be your fucking self and have fun because you will find your people in the weirdest places. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. I really appreciate you, uh, both of you, uh, for bringing those topics to the smoke break. Um, both things that like I've thought about, but I haven't really you know, actually had an in-depth conversation, except when I'm frying balls, uh, then I'm definitely just like, dude, fucking wrong, <laughs> yeah. one, right? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I really appreciate you know. My new you know, you... Ryan Balls. <laughs> the smoke break on mushrooms coming soon. Yeah, mm. for real. We've, we've I would thought about it. Do that. Yeah, we'll have we'll have Reese back for that one. Um, <laughs> so excellent. Yeah, we uh, we're actually at the last ten minutes. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna close this out with the joke break. Woo! I know we haven't we haven't laughed enough, but I, I need you guys to, to hang in there with me for one last one. Um, let's see. No, that's that's not the card I wanted. I'm drawing cards and driving. Uh, if this is this is the what the fuck is going on? This is the cards. safest podcast in Portland. Yeah. yeah, safest podcast in Portland. I'm driving on mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> it's in a car that's in. There's a lot of on- oncoming traffic today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <for> real. <laughs> All right, dope. So I found it. So, how are you like your father, or how are you different? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I was just talking about this yesterday after being prompted by a Kendrick song. Uh, let me go last. Okay. okay. All right. We only got 10 minutes, so. Let's see, yeah, let's let's do it. I'm exactly like my dad, and it's upsetting. Uh, He lived in a (laughs) Wonder Bread truck, dropped out of college to drop acid and play bass. I lived in a school bus, did comedy for the same fucking person. But moved to Texas, got remarried, and got some real weird Trumpy shit uh, and some COVID shit deep in his brain like a parasite. And we had a big falling out, and I had to tell him, I fucking love you, but do not talk to me about politics or religion or the pandemic, please. Because I know that we have things in common, but if you want me to never talk to you again, please keep harassing me about your fucking views on something you haven't experienced. Please Mm. tell me about it. That's the quickest way to do it. That's perfect. That's perfect. All right. I like that. I like that. Um, Reese, go ahead. Yeah. Um... What was the question? The question is, how are you like your father or how are you different? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. I was way deep in uh, why I'm exactly like my father as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he, uh, we're both tall Nordic people. Um, and uh, he's Dutch. And uh, he's, uh, he's very Dutch. Well, not, not so much anymore. He, he's um, less Dutch now. <laughs> he's a little less Dutch now that he lives in. Well, actually, the most Dutch thing that he has done is that he lives in Spain. Okay. But, but uh, like growing up, he played water polo. I played water polo. Uh, he was a sailor. I was a sailor. Um, like yeah, in later years, he was into photography. I went to school for multimedia and like made a living doing various types of photography and videography and. You know, specialty yeah. image capture and things like that. So, uh, and now that he has gone to Europe, I mean, I, I see the appeal of not necessarily living in the States anymore ourselves, but sure. if we were to live somewhere here in the Pacific Northwest is, is the place to do it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also looking forward into the future. But yeah, I mean, uh, just uh, he, oh, well, he also made a living later in life as a general contractor, which is the work that I do now. Um, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, his his wife's name is Amanda as what well. As my my no wife's way. name is Amanda. I know one other Amanda. I don't yeah. want to call her out. 
Um, <laughs> that's trippy. Yeah, to me, yeah, that's, that's, you were that's a lot of ways. Yeah, you were similar in a lot of ways. I drew the right card. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, although I am still aspiring for that dead dick. Not his. <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 we're going to have to go back to the beginning of the episode to, to be able to get that joke. Uh, otherwise, there's like, I skipped ahead and then it got weird. Um, <laughs> I'll listen to the full episode. Um, no, that's 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 really that's really crazy. And then give me one way that you guys are different. No, you're not gonna do it. We nope. be, okay, all right. No, nope. no, no. Sorry, I was just hitting my pen. I apologize. Nope, you're all good. Uh, what one way that we're different? Uh, I'm six foot six. He's six foot five. Wow, thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Such perspective. <laughs> Such perspective. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. Motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> nope. nope that, oh, you're sticking with that. Got, he, he got a uh, he got a lifelong STD the first okay. time he had sex. You had a month. And I've never gotten an STD. Okay. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Is there a player? Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that should he should win an award for that. What the fuck? Like almost <laughs> impressive. He's almost impressive. Yeah. He Beautiful. uh I, I mean, you know, he's got it under control, I'm assuming. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. We'll we'll check in with your dad. We'll have him on next week. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. I'm looking great. forward to it. That's looking great. forward to it. So I will go, I will go and then uh, I'll pass it off to Malik and uh he can wrap up for us. And uh yeah. So I'm the way I don't use condoms. Yes. Hey, pew pew. <laughs> so um Well with wait. Roe versus Wade, you better. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> um, so the ways that I am similar to my father uh, is uh, my I didn't realize this. So I remember I went to go visit my dad with Amanda and uh, we were all we were all hanging out and uh, something happened. And my dad was like sitting there and he just got like super quiet and really angry. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, just just tell everybody what's wrong. What's wrong? And then I was like, wait a minute. This is me. Uh -oh, I do this. <laughs> so I. I, it was weird because it's like I haven't spent any time with my father. So it's like to to kind of like meet mm. up with him and then be like, wow, like we're very similar, like in the way that like, you know, we can be having a fucking blast one second. And then when we're not having fun, we're super not having fun. You guys saw uh, <laughs> <laughs> that family, like trauma and like just like, I don't know, there's there's stuff like I think if you are aware of it, you can change it. But if you're not, or you hate your parents, you'll be just fucking like them. And I've seen yeah. that pattern happen a lot. So to see that and yeah. go, okay, not that different. I don't even know you, but like we both have this thing. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess the way that we're different is uh, my dad has 11 kids and I have uh, 10, so. <laughs> uh, I have zero kids. Um, yeah, I don't know, I guess. Uh, yeah, my what what would be the biggest difference between me and my dad? I guess uh You're he, both very funny and punny. Yes, that is true. We are very we're both very funny. Um, your dad he, is you. You are your dad. Yeah. You He's slightly more homophobic than I am. So that, <laughs> there you go. This is kind of a big one. This is kind of a big one. Uh, slightly so, though. Yeah, just like yeah, exactly, exactly. It's uh it's you know, comparatively. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Malik, you got you got two minutes. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and wrap uh, wrap it up. All right, he doesn't awesome. remember. Right, thank you for remembering. Neither did my um, dad. <laughs> hey, same. Um, that's another way that me and my dad are alike. Um, so me and my dad are alike in so many more ways than growing up I would ever care to uh, even try to understand. Um, I'm a very creative person who has a very intense passion for hip hop. And I was confused growing up being raised by my mom because no one else in my household had that. I was like, oh, like this just exists in a vacuum. It's really weird. But as I've been building a relationship with him over these last few months, I've actually learned a lot about his past with hip hop. And this dude, if the crack fucking thing didn't happen, I firmly believe that he would be very staple of hip hop. He was yeah. one of the first or the first uh, MC DJ combo to spin with three turntables in Tampa. And that's fucking, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. We're both very, uh, very prideful people. We both are very strong with setting boundaries and holding people to them. And when people don't live up to those boundaries, it's like you are under fire. We're not fucking putting up with that. Um, so we definitely relate in those ways. And I would say how we're different is um, he so he didn't have a whole lot of a female influence uh growing up and so a lot i think a lot of just the general male conditioning makes up a lot of his personality where i was raised by my mom and a whole a whole plethora of different women and so a lot of the ways that we're different is just you know the way that my mom raised me to be which is being more uh compassionate being more patient um trying to trying to be more yeah trying to be more respectful and also just like giving people space to say how they feel and not taking it like super personally um but because i am my dad that's something that i do struggle with either way (laughs) um so yeah i feel like the biggest difference between me and my dad is that i was raised by my mom okay fucking knocked it out of the park excellent so we got about 10 seconds uh Thank you guys so much for listening to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I've been Zane Thomas, and this has been The Smoke Break.